Hello, welcome back. Hello. To, oh, to the Spilling the Tea podcast. That was the famed tea. Nah. Uh, who this podcast is about. So say hello again. Hello, I'm Tina Paul. I'm Gabe's mom. Oh, whoa, and that's me. I'm Gabe. Or Gabriel. Either one. Uh, I'm trying. I'm trying to switch over to Gabriel. Right, I keep I, forgetting that. Well, but then you... I feel like I'm reprimanding you because when you the as most parents do, you don't you use the full name. Yeah. The full length name when it's like Gabriel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's still weird for me to actually hear it or say it sometimes, but it's it's like it's, it's the stage name. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, um. On this podcast, we talk about Tina's life because it's it's really interesting. It sounded like I didn't mean that, but <laughs> I did. I did, I did. Um, and we also have a tea review. We, we get together, we sip tea, um, and talk about her life, both for the entertainment of everyone listening right now, because there's so many of you, and uh, for anyone of the the Paul bloodline to come, which if it's after me will be a Perez bloodline, but if any if any descendants would like to listen, then it's, this is yeah, it's finding out her life, what an ancestor, rather than trying to figure it out from. Ancestry.com or... Right. Old, old, you know, you hear one, read one little line in one diary someplace, you know, or it's like, who's the mystery person? Yeah. That mystery aunt or that mystery grandfather or whatever. Yeah. This or, is kind of it. Yeah. These, <laughs> Take these it are or leave it. The leave details. It. But it's an interesting life. It is, for sure. I mean, what we're up to... This is, well, we're on season two, episode two. Right. So that makes, this will be our 25th hour of discussing. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> it does no. get a little, I mean, it's it's fun. I, I've enjoyed doing this for sure, but it's like, it is. It's, it's I feel like I'm emptying my well, you know, <laughs> because we are memories. And so as the memories like get, um recorded yeah i go i don't have to think about that so much anymore i'm going to be empty an empty shell an by empty the end of this shell we're <laughs> sucking her dry yeah. she'll be and up. then i'm oh damn i'll have to do things so i get new stories <laughs> <laughs> you're forcing me to live but no <laughs> see that's the thing is that i think about this all the time that uh, if we run out of stories from the past, it's not like you've become a recluse. You no. There, you did. You did the food pantry. Yes, I volunteered at the food pantry, which is. I, I, this is going to be interesting, <laughs> but it's it's new people. It's I mean, you know, of course, the people who come are in need, um, and it's the. People who work there, the volunteers and those who run it all the time. Um, I can't comment yet. I don't want to comment yet because I've only done one day. So what I'm going to say is I'm going to take a sip of this tea and we're going to talk about the tea real quick. Right. But then um, why don't – I would love for you to talk about 
I remember you volunteering at a food kitchen when when I was growing up. Yeah. And, and some good. other volunteer experiences. Okay. That we'll do that. that seems like a good path okay. for this episode to take because it naturally came up. Okay, sure. All right, this is if you want to take it this is yeah. um from the English tea store. It's called Calming De-Stress. I'm so stressful. I'm glad. Well, I thought, uh, we have tummy problems somewhat, too, with the stress going on. So <laughs> it's a green tea that has lemongrass, tangerine, rosemary, and sage. Oh, see, I love this. This is... Yeah, I find it very good. It, it was concocted by, actually, a tea-type person who knows tea, <laughs> whatever they're called. They, Not one of those regular tea type people that don't no, really but you, know No, you know, like for wine, it's sommelier. Yeah. For uh, cheese, it's cheese fromager. So this is tiolidae. Okay. Well, I don't know what tea. Tiolidae? Yeah, it would be French for tea, I guess. But that's... Tea. Tea. T-H-E. Tea. Tiolidae? Tiolidae. We've just invented a new word. Um... So, mm. it, that's I. I need to hold back because I will just keep sipping that and down that whole. Okay, glass. you can bring the rest home with you if you want. Oh too. no, no, this okay. is too nice. Alrighty, you can so keep it. you wanted to know about volunteer stuff that I did. The very first time, okay, growing up. Let me just go in order. I have to like dust off the cobwebs in my brain. Um. Volunteer, okay, one volunteer thing growing up that I did was, this was in high school, and there was um, a young, I might have done other things earlier, but this one stands out. There was a family where they had two daughters, and one daughter was the blonde beauty, you know, very, very pretty, popular, nice, and everything else. And their other daughter, it wasn't Down syndrome, but it was um, some kind of mental... Um, the synapses weren't going together. She she was what we used to call um, slow. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, and mentally, it, it mentally disabled. Slow. I think is like the... a, you know her IQ was slow. She and she was a year older than the popular girl, but anyway, and she had she wasn't very pretty. You know her hair was kind of lanky. It's weird coming. Her hair was greasy all the time, and it's like, guys, you could at least want tell her to wash. You know, yeah, she could have been more. Kept. socially presentable and she had she had like mm. a, a broad face lots of zits uh, it was the it was the and a little bit chubby the exact opposite of the sister now it's not like the sister treated her badly or anything but this the young girl's name who was actually I guess she was a year or two older than me this uh, her name was her name was Gay. And um, so I was I was in, you know, honor society. I was smart. Um, and I was asked to 
tutor her. So I did. You know, I would either go over to her house or do it in school or um, she'd come over my house. Sure. And what did happen is... Um, did you ever meet up at the library? I don't think so because she talked very loud. Oh, okay. That's not a place for talking loud. Yeah, it, it was. Shirley, she talked that. That's all the time. You know, I mean, it was, it was, it was, it was very loud. So um, I would tutor her. You know, again, this is where I go. It's, it's not. It's the case where someone is. I don't know that she should have been in a regular high school. But I don't know whether she qualified to go like into the special sure. school of special classes or whatever. So it was helping her understand math, basic English, uh, writing, yeah. things like that. But she would, what happened is, you know, of course, I mean, kids are horrible creatures, you know, making fun of other people who aren't like them, and so she didn't have any friends. Well, with my tutoring her, and we now remember to, I was long blonde hair, way past my shoulders. I was good looking, you know. You're playing poker with the boys. I was playing poker with the boys. I was, yeah, you know. But, um, so I would have been looked at. Even though I wasn't in a clique, I, I never went in any clique. Mm -hmm. I kept myself open. I got along with every Everybody. every single group, group of people. Every every which I really liked, because that's the world, you know, all different people. So anyway, I she kind of considered me then her one and only friend, and we were we were girlfriends, you know. And mm. so she would <laughs> often then. Out of the blue, she would call me up, and over the phone, you'd say, "Hi, this is Tina. Hi, hi, Tina. This is your girlfriend, Gay. This is your girlfriend. Hi, Tina. This is your girlfriend, Gay." You know, and everything, it, it, we would, you know, it was like long conversations, and yeah. my entire family could hear. <laughs> I mean, she was loud, right. you know, and. Then the tutoring time stopped, but I didn't have the heart to say to her, okay, that's done. Now we're not friends anymore. Right. So that was tough. Yeah. That that was tough. Um, because I didn't... I was doing my own thing, and I wasn't going to hang out with her. Hey, Dana, this is your girlfriend, Gay. You want to go to the movies? We go, we go get, we go get a Coca Cola. This is your girlfriend, Gay. I mean, it was like, oh, you know. So yeah. I really had to. It was hard. I had to wean it right off, you know, without hurting her feelings. But I ended up hurting her feelings. Oh, no. Well, she'd call and I'd be busy. You know, it's like, oh, you know, in the same way that I tutored you, I need to study for my... Sure. You know, I, I lied some. and um, I wish it had been the case that I was graduating... Because then you go away. Right. But it, it was, I, I was working, no, I have to go to work, no, I have to, you know. I, I was in a similar situation, but I quit the job. Like, I, I was... What was this one? 
uh, uh, Jason from the, from the gym. Oh, right. Um, he, he would spend six hours, like my entire shift with me, uh, just telling me about, uh, how much he loved stretching and the benefits of stretching and he'd eat a yogurt while he was doing it and it'd get all over his lips and and he's a lovely man that is so friendly yeah and yeah. um i i had i would take him to the beach one day now that i don't work there but uh every day and long durations and not seeing an end to it and and being like the buddy is not it's it's when when you haven't experienced that calling from within to to be that service person but there's also something but like they're also very very nice and lovely and it's absolutely here's the thing they don't and and it's terrible i feel terrible to they i'm not doing people with certain um disabilities social don't understand the social norms of what is an acquaintance, yeah. what is a working, you know, right. I see you because I happen to work here, I'm friendly, I'm the friendly person behind the counter. Right, I'm, I'm friendly behind the counter, I'm friendly because I'm tutoring. To others you may, an acquaintance that you may then stop and talk with in a grocery store, but you're not going to go out for coffee, then to a... A, a meeting, yeah. a, yeah. a how, small how friend, things medium develop friend. Or... Yeah, and those those boundaries all mesh into one. That's what I found is is that, and then they become. Oh, it's just so heartbreaking, you know, because you're not in their world. Yeah, you know, and you just be as nice as you can. Uh, again, didn't I... you bring them to the beach? No. Okay, oh, but see, did. here's the. Th- Thing about that, and this is, I'm sorry, I'm taking over this podcast for a second, yeah. because I'm upset about this, because he was, he wanted me to take him to the beach so badly, and I was, I, this is when he was, uh, you know, coming to the gym every day, I was working there six days a week, so I, I'd have to talk with him for like four to six hours every day, and I was like, I don't need to also take you to the beach, but... I was quitting. So when I quit, I was like, okay, I will take you to the beach after I'm not working here anymore because it's like, okay, he's, he's a lovely guy. I don't necessarily want to like cast him from my life uh, if, if he, he's developed such an attachment that he'd want me to take him to the beach and all that. So I text him, I get his number, and... He doesn't text me back for, like, months upon months. So uh, he just, like, ghosts me when I when I go, hey, do you want to go to the beach? He just doesn't text yeah. me back. And then his response is, is just months later, like, have you been doing your stretching? And it's Let's like... See. So it, it's like... He doesn't even remember the things that he wants sometimes maybe it's you, it's, you need to be in the situation too of in the gym the summer's and coming up I'll, outside I'll, actually not... probably he probably only remembers me when so he's maybe at you the should gym just let it lie yeah but he's nice I, I know, well, uh, yeah but anyway 
But be careful what you wish for <sighs> in some things, too. Okay, know? so the other thing I was going to say is that uh, I, I have many times through school and things become friends with not not that level, but like been friends with the weird kid with no friends big out of like pity. And then it becomes such an attachment that it's like, oh no, I can't get other friends. I know that's, it is, it's a, and again, this is, especially growing up and stuff like that. It's hard or, or even older when, you know, it's like, oh, they're clinging, you know, or, or, or that natural drifting apart. It's, it's, um, it's hard because you want to be open and friendly and everything. And sometimes it just, uh, well, well anyway. She, she still want to be you. You just want to be like nice. Yeah. So that was my girlfriend guy. Um, <laughs> then another, another, I think I already mentioned this, this another volunteer thing I did when I was in college was to go and teach tap in the black ghetto in in Boston. And that was um it was organized through the school. They said this this little studio in in uh Roxbury, um that it was um asked it are there any is there anyone who can come and teach the little kids, you know? And so um I said, I'll do it, you know. I was a really good tapper besides everything else. And um, so it was going to, um, okay, I mean, this is in the late 70s, I mean, early 70s. It is racial tension crazy time in in Boston. It was wicked. And so uh, now... I didn't have the money, like, to take a taxi cab to this little dance studio. So I, again, I'm long blonde hair. I'm I'm white. I'm blue-eyed. Walking through the neighborhoods, all black with the gang, I mean, you know, the gangs and everything. It was so scary at first, but I didn't, but... I was too naive almost to be scared. I didn't huh. know that I could. I, I'm walking into this racially. I mean, this is. I'm in the midst of everything. I was thinking right. more about the Vietnam War than I was about the war between the races. You know. Um, sure. So what you, happened you know. is, uh, I you know I went and you know these little kids taught, teach them tap and and it was really sweet. Um, but then some of their older brothers were had um, said things like, as I was walking down, what are you doing here, white girl, you know, and stuff like that. When they found out that I was teaching their little sisters tap, they um, became my protectors. And they said um, that, from they would they you know they knew when I'd be coming, and they would walk me from the bus station to the place, make sure I got there safely. That's We're so talking cool. That's, yeah. rough. I mean, no, it, it was it. They were rough, you know, but they it was really cool. They you know it was like okay, she's good people. Yeah, and we're gonna make sure 
that nobody messes around yeah. with her. You know, yeah. so that was that was. So I did that. It was only like a semester or something. Family always the number one thing. And generosity and niceness and not yeah. seeing not and respect respect that's that's i mean not say that's <laughs> I'll, after i do this food pantry a, a little bit more I'll, I'll let you know what i've already said to them. <laughs> so, um anyway all right so then um didn't do much volunteering during the um uh, my whole, I did free teaching in my early theater career, but I, you know, I didn't, yeah. I didn't do. Um, so then, um, volunteering at, which one did you bring up? I brought up the food pantry first. Okay, Okay. I remember you making chicken. Right. With this one, it was it was through the through the church where where we talked last time. I think it was last time that about my teaching the uh, yes the the uh, children's mass mass, and there was a thing up of would you um, we need volunteer volunteers to cook to cook they needed to cook you'd cook at home, and then they'd bring all the food down to uh it was a food kitchen it wasn't a pantry where people come in and take groceries right which is what i'm doing now okay that's this is serving meals to homeless people i did not know there was a difference okay yeah no this one like the pantry it literally is it looks like a little a grocery store yeah okay yeah and they with canned things and boxed things, exactly. as opposed to exactly hot and fresh meals. fruits and stuff like that. But it's not where you. It's not a kitchen. Okay. Um, no. So this one was a, a kitchen. It was in um, downtown Yonkers, and uh, it was for homeless, um, poor people. You know, some families and stuff. And so, I was. It, it, I was like, okay, I can cook, and then it. Somehow, I always say yes, it ended up that um, I would go down with a group of five or six people from the parish, and we would go down, and we'd use their their kitchen, and we'd serve, you know, the chicken and the vegetables and stuff, and so I would cook. I'd go to Costco, <laughs> and I'd get, you probably remember, just trays and trays of of. I remember a lot chicken of chicken thighs. I, I, yeah. I usually did either legs or thighs. Yeah, it was, it was the cheap stuff, but it was. And I'd cook them at home, and uh, no, like 60, 80 pieces. I remember it was it was, yeah, and then um, I'd also buy the big pies, you know, like apple pie or whatever pies. out at Costco, and I'd bring them. So it was. You know the thing about the, the the thing I have learned from charitable organizations is everyone's doing it for free, but there is a hierarchy, and it's like I was not to serve the chicken. You know, there was only one one 
man who was, yeah, he's the chicken guy. He knows how to do it. He knows just how much gravy to put on there, you know, and uh, it was, it got, you know, I mean, it's one thing to say only one piece, you put only one spoonful of this. Sure, yeah, you have standards and stuff. Yeah, because you don't don't run out of anything for anyone. That's exactly it, but to automatically be told, you don't touch the chicken. I, I brought the fucking chicken. Yeah, yeah. But they put it, like, in these big pots with, with gravy, and so it, it kept it warm. Okay. Without, oh, that's nice. Okay, that's without, nice. We didn't have heating right. heating lights. Okay. I so, made a face like, well, that sounds like it's going to ruin the chicken. Well, um, it got some of the flavoring off, you know, but because um, I'd flavor it really that, well. She, she makes stuff. really good chicken. <laughs> So and I don't like gravy, that but much. there was the, the, like I remember there was one time, I don't know why I I had to something some emerge an emergency in many of these situations is not an emergency. Some people's worlds are very small. Oh, that's <laughs> and they need to feel drama. important through made up drama. Yes, it is a snag. It, there may be a snag, but it's certainly surmountable. The kitchen didn't blow up. It's it 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 might be one teeny thing, but so some teeny thing happened. I had to serve the chicken, and this guy—I don't know if he broke his arm. Or, I can't remember what it was. They oh, no, the chicken guy was gone. Yes, not the ah. Oh. But he was there. Oh, telling me too much gravy. Too you know, Dude. it had to be exactly as it it was. So- Get a tiny ladle for the gravy. Get I a, did the ladle. Like I, I mean, like, like if it's too much yeah, in know, the one ladle, yeah, though, then yeah, get like a littler yeah. ladle. And it's an it's a that's. I but guess it's a what was? Kitchen, but that's an well, easy so solution. I was because I brought the pie. I I I got to. Pie. I I was the dessert lady, but I got I was got to be known as the pie lady. From the little kids. Oh, okay. okay. From when the you kids. have little kids, the pie lady's here. The pie, I mean. Oh, that's melt your heart. Break it. Just. And then the older, not so much the poor families, but the homeless men tended to call me. Pie lady's here. You know? <laughs> and they would, you know, some would come up and go, my God, that pie was so good. Could I have another slice? And I'd have to say, no, no, no. You know, or they'd come back through the line trying to sneak. Oh. <laughs> and it's like, no, no, no. I, you were already here. I was always did it with a sense of humor. And then <laughs> they'd laugh. But I'd always say, it. it's other people are going to be coming if I give you two. That means somebody that goes without. That actually means that somebody you know? goes without. And yeah. oh, all right. But some would hang around to the when the doors closed to the last minute to see if there's any pie left, you know, <laughs> and stuff. And sometimes there was, you know. So that was that was great. Only other thing is that these particular group of people, again, big hearts. They're taking their time yes. to do this. But they had a certain political view and Catholic, very conservative view that was not mine in the least. <laughs> and they would talk 
politics all the time oh. and shove it down your throat. And, you know, I would like just either sit quiet or I'd try to remove myself. But when you're in a car yeah. driving down yeah. and you're hearing this stuff, it's like, okay, do I start the argument now or do I just... It's not going to change anything in their minds. Yeah. I am a part of this group. It'll I'm, destroy I'm, the dynamic. It's going to, you know, it's going to make everything uncomfortable. And I just went, oh, I'm, I'm just not. They're not going to let you, you know. serve the pie anymore. Well, I mean, it. well, I don't want to, you know, we're talking a set of morals. They're anti-abortion, um, pro-abortion. They're, yeah. you know... It's the and re- these fundamental things that that have very yes it, it hard lines the morality hard, lines of the Catholic them. Church you yeah. know and I mean again they didn't know I was divorced and everything else you know I, I'd like to apologize for the uh, the lawn tool outside no that's his can... motorcycle oh okay He's well not the next door neighbor well sorry for the motorcycle sounds. So, all right, so that was that. And that, something, I, I don't know, I, I I went back to work or something, something, I didn't have to say I'm not doing this anymore. I was, there was an ex- a reason why sure. leaving that one. Um, other volunteer was at the maximum security prison right. for women up in Bedford. Um, I got the idea um, to... <laughs> that maybe they'd want like a dance exercise type class and you know having music and stuff like that you know had to go through the warden which you know you're dealing with now yeah i'm working on for a thing um also not only i had to write up a thing of what uh, what it entailed um then i had to go for an interview then it was getting all these inoculations. I I remembered having to do a TB test. I mean, every 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 inoculation that sure, I, I mean, wasn't I up to if, date uh, on for their for the yeah, for inmates. If something gets in the prison, then and for my protection too. Um, then the orientation. There were it was a few volunteers, um, not with me, but with doing other things. And they put us through an orientation of exactly what happens to an inmate going in. Not a strip search, but we had to do the coming... As if we were dropped off at... I mean, like we got off the prison bus and going in and going through... All of the, you know, the fingerprinting and the, and the everything else. And um, yes, of course, you know, they did background checks for every one of my names. Sure. Every, you know, every, every. Christina, Tina. And, and every, every, each married, you know, the two different married names. Uh, right, yes, because at this point it's both. Maiden names, professional name, you know, so it was, they kind of looked and went, you have 14 different aliases, you know. Um, but so it was, I have to say, doing that orientation of, yeah, they, boom, they call the, me Tina, they call me <laughs> Tina the Paul, I know, Tina, I know, it was, I, I Tina know, Tina Pauloni, it was everything, so, um, that was, 
That was a dose of reality. Hearing those doors slam behind you, and you are. At, I mean, the guards even talked to us the way that they were firm, but they weren't like, oh, welcome. It right. was, check out this. Again, we didn't have to, like, take off our clothes, but we sure, had to get patted wouldn't... down and, and everything else, you know. And I think it's, like, maybe a way for them, it was so that we would understand Okay, this is only the first step yeah. that you're, the people you're going to be working with went through. This isn't a happy time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, although, although, in defense, I mean, they had such, they had so many different programs for um, literacy and, and getting your college degree and, and um, rehab and everything. A lot, now, this was maximum security. So these were, the people I did, dealt with were, murderers yeah. you know stuff i mean they were they were tough but a lot of it was away from the psychiatric section okay um and That's... a lot it is a lot of the women who were in prison there at that time there for two reasons one um did did something for their boyfriends you know, they took the rap for the boyfriends or or whatever. Others, with with murder, it is killing their husbands or boyfriends because they've been abused. Yeah. You know, and it's like I I'm, I can't take it anymore. You know, um, you know, so uh, it's um, it's it's kind of, it's understandable crime in a certain way. It's still a crime. Yeah. No. I mean, some. And they were rough. I mean, it's some been... were in, in the gangs and stuff like that. You know, I'm not saying these weren't tough ladies. So anyway, um, I went once a week. And even like at that time, we used CDs for music. And I had those had to get checked every day of what I was bringing in and then bringing out because those could easily be sharpened into weapons. Sure. Um, so I'll oh, even yeah. like the little tape recorder, you know, oh, everything yeah. was plastic. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I had to check that. So I went once a week and it was great. I had about nine women who came in and then some stopped because they were, they were, they were told to stop. They were using it. Well, this is what would happen. They were using it as a way to get out of their normal uh, sure. regime. But then they'd say, oh, I have my period of cramps. And so they would just sit and talk. <laughs> I can't move. There would be excuses of why they wouldn't do it. Um, oh, the other thing they had there, too, was the um, t uh, teaching um, the dog, um, teaching seeing-eye dogs oh, and stuff like that. What do, you, what do you call it? The, the dog, service dogs. Service dogs. Service dogs. And so they would get um, the ones who are on really good behavior. Yeah. You know, and who um, were. Oh yeah, you don't want a bad behavior inmate near a service dog. Well, this is a big privilege. Yeah, they're only because the dogs. There are the no bad dogs. Only the bad puppies owners. would be with them all the time. They would sleep with them oh, in the wow. cells. They. It was oh, wow. complete care for these puppies up until like six months or a year old and then the heartbreak of then of course they would be taken away to go to the higher learning school right. you know and stuff and then the women 
many times would be so emotionally upset. It would be like, I knew this was, you know it's going to happen, but when it actually is the saying goodbye to something you've cared for from yeah. eight weeks and old. they're just so cute. You know, and, yeah, and seeing the... And to take care of them in a prison. And the teaching of them for obedience, and, and they they bond to oh, sure. you, you know, and seeing their progress and stuff like that. So there would usually be a waiting period then before they would, anyone, they were allowed to get another dog, True. you know, to like yeah. de-stress out of the first one. Um, yeah, so that was, being at the prison was interesting. I got to hear some of their stories. Um, I got to see some of the women that you'd read about in the headlines, you know, of... Pow, 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 pow. What, what, I mean, the some rich ladies oh. and stuff like that. You know, there would... Um, now, what happened... It started getting weird in that, you know, the the women, it really was an excuse. They were no more interested in, you know, movement or whatever. There were like two or three, but especially one that would come all the time, but she got a crush on me. Oh. And that was another, you know, it's like, yeah, I don't want to, you know... You try to be kind, but you don't want to say not into that or, right. you know, or whatever. I mean, she was like a little girl around me, this woman, you know. And and then the most, the craziest time that happened up there was um, they decided that, oh, God. <laughs> we were in like this gym by ourselves. A couple of women would be there at the same time, like doing yoga or something like that over over at the side. But they decided that it would be great for the psychiatric patients to come in and watch. Oh, well. <sighs> so they were sitting in the bleachers, and uh, you know, I'm I'm I can see them. I'm across. And the women are facing me, so their backs are to the psychiatric patients. Okay. And anytime you, it was a, a, yeah. a thing of bending over, they would turn around and face the psychiatric. They did not want to bend over before. Bend over. The, or, I mean, yeah. they were always looking over their shoulder sure. and everything. Yeah. And so I said, Do you want, I'm going to switch and I'll go in front of the psychiatric. Well, then showing them Your, what to do. Then yeah. it's my butt there. And what these these people were saying, it was disgusting. Uh, it was it was really disgusting. And they started getting very worked up. Right. I mean, like sexually aroused well, yeah. and everything. And, you know, I mean, it was... Like, yeah, it, it was... I So I went, and that's drugged, it. They're drugged out. And, and they're... Yeah. I, all, so all I went that. to the warden... Not the... There was a the big female ward, the guard who was, he was like, he had a little office. He wasn't just a like guard. Like a head guard kind head of guard guy. Head who, guard who was, I was, you know, had to report to. He's the one who checked my CDs. He was kind of laughing. I think he did this on purpose. I bet. You know, I, I, I really, I hated him. I really did. <laughs> uh, no, I think that he took... I don't know whether he was, during when teaching, whether he was looking in through the window, watching the women or anything, and you never know what's said. Hey, looking good. You never know what's... The women would have to listen to so much bull. Right. From, 
in what can they do? You yeah. know, and so yeah. Anyway, I, I ended up leaving. That's when I was writing my yeah. book, and I, I ended up... I, it was enough, too. I went between the, you know, the woman who had the crush on me, the, I don't know, the whole... the girl, Women, you know, like, taking advantage of the whole situation, which I understand. Sure, but... It, it just got... Belittles your... I went, I... Uh, this is... It, this was an experiment... And I probably could have done it better, but I gotta get out of here, you sure. know. I'm so, sure. and they're not gonna miss it, <laughs> you know. I, you know, I mean, it's you could fight, but f- for for why, kind of. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was that. Um, how much time we have? A bit. So the other um, volunteer thing is um, animal shelter when. Um, I think I already said this, you know, I took, I, yeah, I, I said it in about another episode about the, taking the dog obedience, animal behavior college. Yes. Doing that, part of of learning animal behavior, um, part of that, of the, the volunteer, you, you had to work in a kennel. Yes, I did talk about this yeah. in another episode. Um, yeah, so did that, again, hierarchy. And the one I think I told you, the one that what really pissed me off is, um, you know, in this um, now in this particular um, shelter, it was a non-kill shelter, but it was a lot of dogs that were not adoptable because they had been in fighting rings or whatever. They, I mean, they yeah. were like you know, rough. Yeah, one one that I worked with was fine. But with a human, one on one, but near another dog. Yeah. Or got, I mean, just just poor thing. Yeah. You know, not as not her fault. He was a female, but there was one dog that I trained. Um, this one wasn't a a pit bull. There were a lot of pit bulls. Um, that I trained. I don't know, medium sized. I don't know what he was. Some mix, but. I, from the first time I, I went, I think this dog is smart. And they had called this dog not adoptable either. Too wild, too wild. Doesn't Okay. I got the dog to um, sit, come, stay, heal, uh, all wow. of lie down, and fetch. You know, I mean, this dog, I, I was so proud of the dog, and I was proud of myself, sure. too. It was like, this dog is, you know, so adoptable now, fabulous, and so smart. The head lady who ran the kettle. Yeah. I just said kettle. Kennel. <laughs> shelter. I said, she said, let me see the work you've been doing with whatever the dog's name. And I showed, and she went, okay, you won't work with this dog anymore. I will. What? She takes the I wasn't allowed near the dog anymore. She teaches the dog to walk around in circles. And she told everybody that she had trained the dog. She, so the dog's she success all the... was all her. Not the program of, oh, we have these volunteers yeah. who no, are like... dog obedience. And I was so... I know you're supposed to like be humble... And it's only for the benefit of the dog. But it's like, lady, how dare no, you? I, I was standing right there, too, 
And she's taking all the credit. No, that's I've I've experienced that before too in workplace settings or or jokes. People being taking a joke and doing it worse and and acting like they didn't steal it. Um, and it what sucks is that it's a small person choosing to make you feel their level because they need your accomplishment to make them feel big. Yeah. So it, it it's like a, a a a a small person just jumping on your shoulders. Yeah. And you know, just the weight of that it's like oh, come on. And it's the thing what I find find difficult is it's it's a, it's a different in the situation where it's happening is it appropriate to say something to curb or to just go it's not worth it or to go it's going to mess up the betterment of this situation if i cause a rift you know or is it going to be when you go like when you say something. No, he didn't. I, hey, yo. I I end up saying something, but not in a direct way like that. Of of like. Well, my I like just just changing up the slightest. I I. I but you get. I'd have to do? get into go too to, much specifics. Go to your boss, and let's say somebody has totally taken credit. Go to the person above them and say, "They didn't do it. I did." Then are you sounding like a whiny bitch? Yeah, Did, but who cares? I'd, I'd be a whiny bitch. Or come up with some, I don't know, way to make them reveal themselves. Yeah, to, that's what that's what happened in Working Girl, or in <laughs> or in Nine to Five, when when the when the person takes the credit, the guy takes the credit, but then when he's asked a question has no idea. Right. So if you could set up that situation. Something like that. But like, it's but it's like, I would never do that. I don't know where this comes from. Right. I would never do that. I would go, isn't even, this amazing? Look at, look at, look at that beautiful icing on that cake. I don't say I did jealous, it. Even if i even if I go, oh, I hate them because they're so good. Because that's so, because they did such How a, did they, yeah. such an amazing thing. Oh, I'm so upset that they were able to do it. That's where it goes for me. It's not, I need to take their accomplishment. Well, you know what? It's funny because it's like with, it's like. And it like, it pushes me to want to be better myself. And like, if they can do it, then. Or they have, I admire the talent. I have to. There is uh, a gift that's not just technique about it. That would be in the perfect world, would be just to go to admire talent without turning it into yourself and making it into anything about yourself and just look and go, this is an objectively good thing that happened. It's amazing this person was able but to do, do that. you do go, oh, I wish I could too. I would love, you know. But, you know, but with, with taking over someone else's stuff, to me, it is a direct link to, as a little kid, when a little kid wants something, to, when a little kid destroys another little kid's Thing that they made because they're jealous, you know, yeah. or or takes the toy or t- or kicks over the blocks or whatever. That yeah, to d- me is what knocks a grown over up, the sandcastle. Yeah, 
a grown-up does that by taking over credit for stuff. To me, it's it's the same childish, I wanted to do that. I need, yours is better, so I want it, yeah. you know, um, yeah. or I destroy it or whatever. Maybe they, maybe she's the person that deemed the dog untrainable, like un... un but and would have and it was a, a double edged thing for her of like the embarrassment maybe maybe yeah. of slotting the dog of slotting the dog and then this volunteer comes along she doesn't even work here they even they had like this barn type thing they they thought she, they thought the dog was so out of control rather than being in the can each each dog has its own kennel yeah a little run there was like this you know, like in a bar, like a loft, a, a, the loft to a barn. But I mean, that's where the farmer's dog. It, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't a barn. It wasn't a full loft. But that picture, that type of thing, caged in, that the dog alone up there, just running from wall to wall. <laughs> oh my and god! And then would just fall down. Tired. It, it, just you exhausted. know, exhausted. Then, <laughs> and they thought it cannot be controlled in any way. So never socialized with another one. They would only just drop off the food, you know. And mm. um, anyway, so that's about. Let's see. That's so. Then the volunteering um, didn't volunteer out in Chicago. That was your turn well, to volunteer was, for. But you had to volunteer with me at the shed aquarium. Oh my God! I forgot all about that. There we go. Tell, remind me now. Um, in high school, each year, because I went to a Catholic high school, uh, I had to do a certain number of hours of community service. Um, the the first year, uh, I was able to get away with doing a simple one, like volunteering at the Shed Aquarium. I think you were too young to be without. Yes. Because uh, you'd be thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, I was I was fourteen, I think, and it was I was too young to do it to volunteer alone, but the two of us were able to get into their volunteer program. Right. Uh, the Shed Aquarium is one of the biggest aquariums in the world. It's gorgeous for anyone that doesn't know Chicago. Um, yeah, it's it's gorgeous, and they've got like whales and. But not like SeaWorld whales that's like, oh, it's sad. It's like, oh, they actually care about their whales. Yeah. And otters. and So, so yeah, um, we, we didn't go too many times because I only needed like 10 hours of community service. Yeah. So we really, which is unfortunate because it was really cool to be backstage yeah, now, we, I mean, you're bringing back memories. I yeah. had totally forgotten about this. Here we go. We had our own little passes, and we would scan in through the back of the aquarium um, where we could go in, and like as, as we'd go to where we would be volunteering, and with me being young, it's not like we were working with the animals or anything like that. Um, the The volunteer things that we would do would be like, the people that are in the center of the iguana exhibit and they have little uh, arts and crafts projects that are special. Like then right, kids can right. make and color their own little iguana masks or chameleon masks. Right. Um, 
it, so it was it was little activities like that that are like oh we have this fun thing today in in the aquarium uh, that that's what our volunteering would do uh, right because your age it wasn't like cleaning cages or it or wasn't even like old that. enough to I do I remember being in that rotundant type area with uh, I think they would bring the penguins out or something I can't remember I no. yeah. Yeah, so had big. had I had we stuck with it, then then we could have worked our way up to starting to work with the animals. Right. But Go ahead. Being backstage, and and in their like, you know, tunnel system underneath it, where they have the you'd see a, a person in a whole lab coat, you know, walking with a. a Friggin' walrus behind them, yeah, flopping right, right, down the right. hall, just yeah, happy as shit, cool. yeah. going like, "Oh, it's time for my shots, or it's time to get weighed." It, it, I remember too because you we you got we got the scuba like licenses yes. when you were um, what fourteen fifteen we did we got a scuba thing, but it, it was yeah. I don't. It was before high school for sure. We weren't living in Chicago yet. Right, right. So you were, yeah, 11, 12. Um, but yeah, but it I've was, seen but, sea turtles. But it was then, I mean, it, it was like, you know, the scuba people would go in to clean up the, the big and... tanks and stuff like that. So there was always a thing of, ooh, one day would you ever want to yeah. graduate into doing that type of thing? No. No. But... <laughs> No, I filled out Another my 10 hours. Another volunteer you did was the Veterans Hospital. Yeah, which, okay, that one, I'm just going to take up the rest of the episode, whatever. Yeah. Um, that one, uh, that was like the later years of doing the volunteer service for school. And it was supposed to be, we were told we had to do one that was like working one-on-one with people. You know, so that it could be like a real human service. Right. Um, and the the aquarium wouldn't have counted for that, for whatever reason. Um, so I tried to volunteer at a, a VA hospital, and I got in. But what they wanted me to do was just work in the stock room. Just, just go around, open boxes... And take all the catheters and put all the catheters of one size with the catheters of that one size. And then the catheters of the bigger size are with the catheters of the bigger size. And then here's some boxes of bandages and like all their medical supplies, all their basic supplies. I was just opening the shipping boxes and putting them in. So it wasn't with the, with the vets themselves. At all. But... So... Boring, boring and miserable work. Also, it, uh, it was just anyway. Um, but they, I, I, I did the work and they appreciated it. Um, my school, with this, because they wanted you doing, you know, this this human service, like Jesus, how he washed the feet of the people, and laid his hands upon the lepers and all that. Um, so there was a paper due about about your service experience and so i wrote 
a fiction piece. No, did you? <laughs> about... Wait, I'm think I'm remembering back, and I think uh, I was like, "Good for you, go ahead." What else? What are you gonna do? You put in the time. Yeah. Something. I remember kind of condoning the lie. Yes. Yes. So I wrote a whole fiction piece about like. Oh, stroking the hands of the veterans <laughs> as as they, they they feebly told me about how much it meant. Then I played cards. Oh, did I play cards? <gasps> when we volunteered at the old people's home, to, and we learned the dominoes. dominoes. We learned to play bones with the elderly. But we didn't know how to play dominoes. And again, why why was I with you? Because she was too young still? I think I was something? too young still. And this one was another, like, CCD school. I think I had you for confirmation or something. Something. But remember, so these, so it's a table of women, <clears throat> like four women or whatever. They they were gamblers. Oh, they, they were, were rough with they, it. I mean, yeah, they were, they were serious. This is serious They were dominoes. slapping them down on the table. And, you know... <laughs> Teaching, teaching you how to do it, but they had their money that they were, you know, they would do it every day for gambling. Well, this is in Yonkers. Yeah, that's in Yonkers. That's, I barely remember that. I remember going to, we didn't go a lot, but we did. A few times. A few times. Yeah. 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 But it was cool. Then we played dominoes afterwards. You know, it was like, hey, oh, yo. It's a fun game. It's it's a good it's, an, it's an easy game. Yeah. Um, where are we in time? And then, if, as we've talked about in the past, you sometimes will bake cookies and bring them to oh, firemen yeah. or. Oh, no. Yeah, we talked about that in the we beginning. We talked about that. But bringing I'm just them saying to organizations. A... Or, of course, anything. I volunteered too. Oh, God. Volunteered all the time you were in grammar school. I was a school volunteer. Oh, that's a big one. It was a lot. And actually probably a topic for another day. All of the times that you've come in and been a a, a teacher, a student teacher, or student parent, or whatever they call it. Parent teacher, parent... That'll give me time to think back about supervisor. it too, because there's there's only a couple of stories that that stand out. One has to do with poopies. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm thinking of that one, too. We've right. got more Broadway stories to talk about. Yes. And, yeah, today, I was going to talk about Zorba the Greek and Anthony Quinn today. But and I be, derailed you completely. No, I was, I was like, okay, if it's called but, Spilling the Tea, I'm going to gossip oh, and tell you what a horrible man. We've got so much was. more for you. Come back yeah. next week and every week. For spilling the tea. Spilling the tea. Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Have a great Greek Easter. Though that was that is tomorrow in our time, but actually yesterday and the next time. (laughs) Although I did release last week's episode late because I only released it like two days ago. So everything that we said about. (laughs) <laughs> Everything's wrong. Easter Don't is look at timelines in, in this. Ti- uh, see, time isn't actually a line; it's a spider web, and uh, it, it branches out infinitely in all directions. All possibilities are possible. With anyway, yeah. thanks okay. so much. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Here we go. Sip. <sighs> bye bye.